we're like in person in front of each other. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. I'm Danny. Who are oh, you? Oh, welcome to the short show. Yay. We got an email the other day asking us what a shart was. I have not responded to the message. <laughs> a little awkward. Awkward. Ooh, so today we are covering one of the lost episodes again. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then our next one, hopefully we can cover the case we were just watching live here locally because we just want to get all our ducks in a row. Yes, all of them. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy case. But yeah, we're excited we're both in the same room together this first time. It's weird. It's wicked weird. Wicked weird. So it's probably gonna be awkward because we're like looking at each other's eyeballs. We got good baseballs. Mm-hmm. I like your face ball today. <laughs> got some good baseballs on your face. Anyway, <laughs> not nothing new over here. That is going to be the name of my book. <laughs> Darcy's going to write a book, Balls on My Face yeah. by Darcy. No more. No more. <laughs> An autobiography. Mom, don't be so proud. <laughs> Your mom's like, what What did we do wrong? She'd be like, I didn't birth that. <laughs> I really thought we followed all the rules. <laughs> oh, I went wrong. Oh, God. <laughs> I think I'm joking, but I really went wrong. Oh, kids' book falls on my face. The <laughs> balls on my face. You got beautiful face balls. Yeah. I'll be in jail soon. Um, anyway. <laughs> Not these days. You can get away with all kinds of stuff. I'll get, I'll get right back out. <laughs> we know all the rules. <laughs> like, did you write this book? You're like, I want an attorney. <laughs> I'll the fifth. But it's in writing. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, my name's on that. I'll, I'll draw the picture. I'll illustrate it. Oh my gosh, Darcy, it's so, it's like so sentimental. You're on a kid's book. Yeah. About Facebook. What is it? Like pseudonym? You go by? Oh, pen name? Pen name? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck is a pseudonym? Where am I going? <laughs> <laughs> that is something. I mean, I don't fucking remember. I'd have to. I what was, is it? I used what to be really good at English. I don't know. No, but I've never. My pen name D Balls. D Balls. Yeah. <laughs> D's nuts. <laughs> oh shit. Oh shart. <laughs> Alright, so what are we doing today, Miss <laughs> D D Balls? D Balls. <laughs> um something that's not so funny. It's actually another true crime one. So it's the murder of James Jimmy LaPrade. Um, which is not something to laugh at at all. So I know we did this one for the life of me. I cannot remember the details at all. Well, that's good. It'll be like, it's like it'll be like we never recorded it before. <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of that scene in The Office when they're at the Dundee Awards. Did you ever watch The Office? Uh, nah, a little bit. <gasps> oh, well, she, um, the chicken or whatever, she's getting drunk and she, and he's like, do you need another drink? And she's like, no, because then all the ice melts and it's like second drink. Oh. And that's what I thought of. This is like second second so, episode, second all drink. Ice melts in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So this took place in Farmington, New Hampshire. And if we actually have any followers that have made it to this episode, I think you're seeing a theme that these have all been New Hampshire. Yeah, we're keeping it local for the time being, but yeah. may have to, you know, explore outside. Especially, I think for the paranormal ones, yeah. those ones kind of, you know, they're less 
Yeah, the ones that I've gone to have not been in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we'll spread out a little bit more. But we were actually also just talking about how we'd like to start following more live cases, like ones that are on trial. Mm -hmm. So um, we might start doing that with ones that are relatively local, like, you know, general New England area-ish kind of thing. Um, You know, and maybe over the course of time, start doing some bigger as we get more people following. But yeah, I'm really surprised because even when you said this, is in Farmington. It's like, I still don't remember. And I went to Farmington schools for a while. So I shall remind you. I shall. I shall. Um, so a lot of this, the information I got was from just our local news sources because the case files, it involved a minor. So a lot of the information you can't get, unfortunately. So this will probably be a pretty short one because I couldn't get a lot of information that I would like there. I have a lot of questions and a lot of stuff that I wanted to dig deeper in, but I kind of couldn't. Um, so infantry platoon sergeant James LaPrade, who went by the name of Jimmy, was a Marine veteran. He completed two tours in Afghanistan and Iraq. So thank you for your service. We appreciate that. He was born on June 7th, 1983, literally the same birthday. He's as like my, right around my age, too. Yeah. It's so weird. Okay, keep going. He has the same birthday as my brother and sister. They're twins, and they were born the same day, same year, literally the same birthday. So he went, oh, this is the one you knew someone, right? Didn't yeah. You? Okay. Um, so he would be 40 next month if he was still alive, actually. Yeah, because I was born in 84. I was not. <laughs> <laughs> he was born in Worcester, Mass. Worcester? Worcester. I love when people say Worcester. Worcester. I'm like, it's not even spelled that way. I yeah. get that it's weird, but it does not spell like that. <laughs> <laughs> he was described as an avid outdoorsman who enjoyed skiing, hiking, specifically hiking Mount Major in Alton, New Hampshire, sailing and riding his motorcycle. He especially loved his family and his dog, his dog named Coda. And he actually rescued Coda just days before he was scheduled to be euthanized. So that's really cute. And I'm all for rescuing dogs. On March 17th, 2017, Jimmy returned home after working an overnight shift as a plant operator. He snowblowed the driveway, then went to bed. Just before noon that day, James Bellier, who was 15 years old at the time, shot and killed Jimmy while he slept using Jimmy's 40 caliber pistol. Jimmy was shot twice in the head with one shot being just two inches from his head. I don't know how you can get that close to somebody and just shoot yeah. them like that. Yeah. If you're not fighting for your life and defending yourself, which in this case. Yeah, I know. I've thought that about other cases that are similar where like, you know, somebody shoots someone while they're sleeping or something. And it, mm. it is, it's like, wow, to, to be like, literally nothing is happening right now for you to feel that fight or flight kind of whatever. Yeah. And you're still like going to do that. It, it, walk you're, up to a guy who is sleeping and put the gun two inches it's from crazy. his head and pull the trigger. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do I that I just either. don't. That's a... Uh, a mentally unstable individual, that's for sure. I own firearms, both my husband and I do. I would like to think that in the case of having to protect myself, if somebody was actually trying to seriously hurt me or murder me, that I would be able to defend myself. But yeah. even then, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just thought of that. <laughs> that Bill Burr stand-up sketch where he's talking about like having the gun in the house and he's, yeah. <laughs> he's like, keeping all the parts in the yes, room. Yeah, yeah, you have the gun in here <laughs> yeah. but the bullets are in the living room and he's like no honey he's in the living room like, yeah. <laughs> <so good. laughs> well, 
So <laughs> I just lost my spot. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy and Bellier were known to each other. Jimmy had been in a romantic relationship with Bellier's mother, Denise. Though that relationship had ended, Jimmy and Denise remained roommates. I don't know the situation or why they decided to remain roommates, but... Did you say what year this was? Yeah, 2017. Okay, I was going to say it couldn't have been that long ago based on his age. Yeah, it was more recent. Um, so I don't know why they decided to remain roommates, but it definitely makes you wonder if Denise had moved out of the house with her and her son. If this would if have happened. If this would have even happened. And I'm trying to think of that, the economy at that point. Like, when did apartment house, like housing start to go up? Because it's gotten out of control. So I wonder it's, if that was really the only that reason. That was COVID, really? It was just before COVID. I mean, like, that's, like, when this happened, obviously. So, yeah. like, I don't, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I guess it probably was around COVID, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So it could have been a, a financial, for financial reasons, but. Did you say how long before they broke up? No, so it didn't maybe say. it had just happened too. It could have been yeah. more recent, yeah. And I mean, it, I, from my understanding, it was his house that they moved into, so oh. maybe he was just trying to be nice. Yeah, and let him stay since she had a kid and stay. But yeah, definitely sucks. Yeah. Um, shortly after Jimmy was murdered, Denise had returned home from running errands, and Bellier then fired several shots at her. Luckily, she did survive, but not without injury. The so this was his mom. This was his own mother okay. that he just shot at. You said he was 15? Yeah, at the time he was 15. The most significant damage was caused by a bullet hitting her right shoulder, but she did also have a bullet graze her skull and another graze her back. So if it grazed her back, then that leads me to believe she was probably turning to right. run back out of the house. Which, And he kept shooting at her. Every time we talk about these, I think like, Jesus Christ, I can't imagine being the parent and... Being face-to-face -face with your own child yeah. doing that, I'd be like, I just can't imagine how much that would hurt. That literally is what I wrote. Like, how horrifying that must have been to even be shot at in the first place, but then to be shot at by your own yeah. child. Because no parents are perfect, and you all think, you know, and there's plenty of shitty parents out there, so obviously I'm not saying there aren't. But, yes. you know, as, as a parent, you're constantly like, am I fucking my kids up? Like, it's like, you know, especially if you're a good yeah. parent, you worry about you that. You always worry about that. Every parent does fuck their kids up in some way. Yeah, because everybody's everybody takes events differently. Different, as, yeah. But yeah, it's like, I mean, you'd like to think that if you saw that kind of warning, you'd have done something about it. And But you never know. You just freaking never know. Um, so as you mentioned earlier, I do know somebody yeah. involved in this case. And I'm not going to go into details. I right. Yeah, to keep yeah. people's personal lives private. But I had actually met James Bellier yeah. at one point and his mother. Uh, they were involved with a member of my family. And I remember when I met this kid, I was like, there is something wrong with yeah. this kid. And so he did this when he was 15. When I met him, he would have been like 13, maybe mm -hmm. 13, 14. I mean, he was younger. He yeah. was a little bit younger. And even then I was like, there's just something wrong with this kid. Yeah. And the person in my family who had gotten involved with, with them, um, would share information about you know the situation and it was my understanding that he was basically just allowed to get away with it. everything there was no consequences i think i don't think that that's what caused it i'm not gonna yeah, say no, she's a bad parent like to let him get away with there's everything. all kinds of people go through all kinds of crazy shit in their yeah. life and they never kill anybody you exactly know? so i think he probably had some just stuff going on in his head and and not ever having consequences for anything well and it's so tough because say you have a kid of that age, right? Or something like that. That's kind of getting into stuff or, 
you know, yeah, has a, a shitty attitude or whatever, but if they've not done anything that would technically get them in trouble legally or like, yeah. you know, or maybe you are putting them through therapy because you're concerned about something, but you didn't figure out what was going on yet yeah. and shit hits the fan. Like you just, there's yeah. no way to know. I think a lot of people had the same feeling that I did, but that there was something. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely met people like that where yeah. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> there was, let me just tell you about this guy. One time I was at a friend's house who was having like a birthday party. I actually didn't know them super well. They were friends of my sisters, but I knew them. And so we were at their house, which wasn't really close. And they had some other friends over and one of the girls had her boyfriend with her and I forget his name, but he was just so weird. And I remember I didn't feel well at one point for whatever reason. Like I think I had a headache or something. I laid down on her couch and while I was laying on the couch, I could see him standing in the kitchen, looking through a crack between the door, just standing there looking at me. I was like, this guy's freaking me out. Oh and he was like that the whole night. Like, it was just so weird. I was like, oh. Yeah, I would have laughed. Yeah, there's just, I was like with my sister. I couldn't leave. That's terrifying. <laughs> Every now and then, it's just someone just says something wrong. People are just creepy. <laughs> So after being shot, uh, Denise ran out of the house and called 911. And apparently Bellier had also called 911. And at one point after police arrived, he told them, I probably shouldn't have done that. No shit. <laughs> probably shouldn't have. It, I probably that might have been a bad idea. Really? Yeah. You probably shouldn't fucking shoot people for no apparent reason. That's oh generally a bad idea. Yeah. In statements to investigators. Astute observation, sir. Yeah, right? I just... I know. You're an idiot. (laughs) In statements to investigators, Denise described her son's eyes as cold and distant as he was firing shots at her. She said, he looked right at me when I came in and he shot me. Again, that must have been horrifying. Yeah, I can't. For her. I have stepchildren and I... I think I would be horrified if to walk right. in the door and I mean, see people I don't know. pointing a gun at me. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I can't imagine. Like, even when your brain tries to go there, it's like, no, my kids like fucking love me. Right. Like my kids are obsessed with me. That's why I'm never alone. That's why this place is like my freaking sanctuary. Exactly. But then you're like, maybe she felt that way. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I mean, again, I'm not saying that this is her fault or that it's bad parenting, but I think with him having some serious issues compared with him not having consequences for anything, it could have been a little bit that he just wanted to do this and really didn't think that there were going to be any consequences because there never were. For I feel like you'd have to have some sort of like learning disability in that capacity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if that were the case, because it's like everyone knows this is wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even someone that age. Exactly. I so have, it's definitely something deeper there, but it's almost like, I always feel like these kinds of situations are like that perfect storm where like they're born with something off yeah. and then through the course of exposure, yeah. it just turns into this like. And if he, okay, so he was born with something that was off, but if he would have had a more structured life. Right, and, right. Yeah. That one thing, just like autoimmune, like, they say a lot of things with autoimmune disorders are like you're born with the capability of getting this autoimmune disorder, but unless you're exposed to the right environment, it's not going to happen. Right. I feel like it's the same idea. You never know. Um, 
because there's so many people who go through so many worse things in their life and are amazing humans. Yeah, they go through So it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they don't turn into right. murderers. Or if anything, they're better than most of the yeah. other people who haven't lived nearly a fraction of as much difficulty. Exactly. I know people who have gone through terrible, terrible trauma and they're amazing people. They yeah. have never I mean, hurt anybody. It's just one of those things where it's like, you could have been through a situation I've been through and you could handle it well and I might have handled it awful or vice versa just yeah. because you know yeah everyone day one you're influenced from day one and then whatever you're around just everything morphs it could have gone any direction it's just wild yep since Bellier was 15 at the time many of the case records remain sealed and no official motive for the killings has ever been given and I couldn't find anything to even indicate any motive for the killings, but I mean, could there ever really be a reason for why he did this? I, how do you ever yeah. say that there is a reason? Yeah. I mean, in his mind, there must've been. And so I guess you want to know, but was there like, did he do this just because he wanted to feel like he wanted to know what it was well, like to kill somebody? Great. And that might've been his reason, but yeah, yeah, like that, that was a reason for him. He obviously had some reason you, you make decisions based yeah. on something your whole right, life because even if he didn't like this guy even if he didn't like jimmy because jimmy was an asshole to him or something like that but then he also tried to kill his mom right so yeah yeah how do you i just yeah he's interesting i'd like to find out more yeah, information about yeah i'm curious to hear I, I remember now some of it but i still don't remember like what happened after this so yeah so what we do know based on media coverage of the hearings is that Bellier was indicted on first and second degree murder and the death of Jimmy LaPrade for purposely and recklessly causing his death by shooting him in the head. He was also indicted on attempted murder of his mother. During the hearings, family members reported that Jimmy had done so much for Bellier, trying to help him, taking him on skiing trips and providing him with a place to live. So again, like, it doesn't sound like there was anything going on that yeah, I mean, for the most part, I think there are definitely situations where people are completely unaware of, like, abuse and stuff yeah. like that. But I think for the most part, someone somewhere is usually like, I could tell something was off, yeah. even if you didn't know exactly. Yeah. But I, it's pretty uncommon that most people don't see anything. You know, like, you, you obviously, like you said, the lack of discipline, that's something someone saw. So there was something there. But, yeah, I mean, you'd think someone would be like, nah, they had a weird relationship. You know, like, they would have. Right. Yeah, so... I don't know. It just honestly sounds like Jimmy was just a really good person. There's nothing that I could find where yeah. anyone said anything bad about him, like literally nothing. So and there weren't even anything in the news reports that his mother later said or testified that Jimmy would beat her son or something like there's right. just no, nothing. See, and that's the thing, that right? Like that's like, did some other man abuse him? And because he had this, you know, in him. And then yeah. he's the only man around and he just like was having a psychotic episode or something and like uh, just decided he was doing something. You know, I, I don't know. But then why try to kill your mom? I don't um, know. I think he's just a fucking psycho. I yeah. think at the end of the day, James Bellier is just a complete <laughs> fucking psycho and he should spend the rest of his life. With well, hopefully he is. That is my personal. Jimmy's sister, Jeanette had recalled a 4th of July vacation where they had all, <clears throat> excuse me, where they all had a lot of fun together before quickly realizing that Bellier was spoiled and allowed to get away with terrible behavior with no consequences. Um, so this was something that a lot of people yeah. had seen. Yeah. I don't think it was something that was a secret necessarily. Alita, Jimmy's mother had called Bellier spoiled and a coddled psychopath. 
I agree with her completely. It sounds like a good assessment. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes me wonder, like, if he has undergone some sort of psychiatric testing or evaluation, like after he got arrested. I feel like I don't know the rules, but I would think I would think that any minor would have to would have, to have some sort of like therapy, like yeah. evaluation. I really want to know, and I really want to know what. Like, what would that seem her? logical? Like, I'm not. I have no clue as to whether or not it's required, but it seems like it should yeah. be for minors in general because. I would think. especially involving parents because yeah. that's you, especially because they're probably going to want to look into her and see like, did something happen with you two? And right. That's why he's was all there messed up. That caused right. him to want to do this. Was he being severely abused or something? Right. Which, I think they'd have I to look into it, but yeah. So Bellier did plead guilty and the plea and sentencing hearings took place at the Stratford County Superior Court with many of Jimmy's friends and family present for both. Impact statements were given by Jimmy's sister and parents. In a statement written by his dad, he said, My son Jimmy was a hero, and he was taken in such a cowardly way. And to think my son survived two combat tours and to be killed in his sleep by a person he tried to help. Ugh, that's so sad. Yeah. And it's, like, so fucked up. Like, he's he's right. He went to war. I know. He did two combat tours. In Iraq and Afghanistan, and who knows what he went through in neither of those places, and then he comes back, and that's how he gets killed. I feel like I was just watching something with like similar idea, where it's like this person's gone through so much shit, and then they came out and they're in a good place, and then yeah. this, this happened. Yeah, it's just I can't so remember what it was though. So messed up. It sucks. And you kind of think like his parents probably expected while he was active duty, and yeah, overseas. like they're like worried of that like, they're all going to get that news. Yeah, and you, then he comes back, and you're like, I'm not worried anymore. Right. We can go back to normal. You can it's relax. Fucking and bullshit. You have your son back, and you're probably so happy that you don't have that dread hanging over your head. Yeah. And then this fucking happened. Like I just, it makes me hate this kid even more. Mm -hmm. But the most powerful statement was given by Jimmy's mother, Alita. She said. Who will remember you? Jimmy was honorable. You are just a murderer. Jimmy was respectable. You are just a murderer. Jimmy was a warrior. You are just a murderer. Jimmy was a hero. You are just a murderer. 400 people wanted to always remember Jimmy. Your classmates will remember you as the guy who murdered a Marine. Anyone who visits you in prison will be visiting a murderer. Anyone who calls you on the phone will be talking to a murderer. That makes me so sad for her. But and we don't... Good for you, Alita. Did you say, oh, maybe because it was a minor, like, was this not a public trial? I yeah, assume. no, it wasn't. And he's not a minor anymore. Well, it was at the time, he, At though, the time yeah. he was, so, yeah. Um, so, very limited information I could get, but I'm glad that I was able to at least get this information and get... Because that's the kind of thing important. you want to see yeah. when it's happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you want to see his facial reaction. To that that statement yeah. and see if he has remorse or you know I don't think he does I I I mean you would think after having killed him that's when it would kick in I said that I think on the um, the Dingman brothers yeah where it's like you'd think after they've done one it'd be like oh that's I fucked up you know right and so the fact that you went on to try and do it again you obviously didn't feel that way so and in both cases they killed one person. And then waited. They waited, had a wait a right? Of time, right? The like that's why back. I figured it's like you'd be like maybe run off and try and just run yeah. away versus like you know if you yeah. realized what you did was wrong. 
But if you really didn't do that, then you really, you know, just goes to show how some sort messed of up you actually were. Yeah. yeah. If you were in some sort of rage, you would have, after he killed Jimmy, you would think he would have come out of that rage, realize what he did, but he didn't. He then waited for his mom yeah. to come home. That's just so much more. That's also up. where I feel like it's tough when it comes to like trying to decide if they were in some sort of state like you know like a what are they usually like a psychotic state or yeah. something because i would think that after that happens you depending on the time frame like that you would have time to like kind of get come out of that yeah. state and like realize what happened and not so just if you didn't i'm guessing that's not you know that yeah. you weren't i mean i guess i don't i'm i don't know how long a psychotic state or i'm sure they can last, last but yeah yeah i don't know um, it's also reported that after his death, other Dr. Dr. D's balls over here, but <laughs> Dr. D's balls. That's me. I'm a professional. <laughs> um, after his death, other Marines had reached out to Jimmy's mother, telling her how he had risked his life to save theirs while in combat. So again, even more evidence to support that this guy, Jimmy was fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. And James Belly is a fucking douchebag. That's pretty much all I have about that. So Bellier, at the age of 17, was sentenced to seven and a half to 15 years for attempted murder and 32 and a half years for the murder of Jimmy. The sentencing does allow him to earn time off the minimum of his attempted murder sentence if specific thresholds are met. He is eligible for one year off his sentence for completing his GED, which he has already done. He can also receive a year off for taking mental health and anger management classes. Bellier can earn another six months off for good behavior throughout his prison time. And he's also been credited with 825 days of pre-trial confinement, which he had spent at the Sununu Youth Services Center. I just, I know that in New Hampshire, you can't sentence a minor to life in prison. But in some cases, I think there should be exceptions made. <laughs> You just murdered somebody in cold blood. Yeah. And I think that again would come down to like having that mental testing and like determining that they're mentally sane and, yeah. and you know what I mean? Like, I think it's such a small fraction of people that would fall under the not sane. Yeah. You know I what don't... I mean? Like they have to be able to determine that they didn't know at the time it was wrong. Yeah. And which is so uncommon. So, right. which is why people run if they don't run and you walk in and they're like, Hey, like, yeah. uh, what do you mean? What's wrong? Right. Like then obviously you're like, all right, this lunatic didn't know this was wrong. But It is interesting that he, he did also call 911 after he did That's it. True. So he wasn't trying to run. He wasn't trying to hide. True. Obviously. Cause he called 911 to report. But this did. reminds me of the case but, we just watched live where it's like, yes. he's trying to create scenarios in which it was okay, but at the same time, he's also avoiding answering questions because he knows it's not okay. Yeah. So it's like you know, yeah, you you know it's wrong. You're just yeah. trying to get out of it, is what's happening, versus right. being unstable enough to genuinely think that what you did wasn't wrong. Yeah, I just I don't know. It's it's definitely interesting. I don't think that he realized what he did was wrong and like snapped out of it, and then I was just trying to find him on here just out of curiosity, but I can't. How do you spell his last name? Bellier. B-E-L-Y-E-A. I'm just curious if anything comes up. So in regards to the sentencing that Bellier got, Jimmy's mother said, this is a resolution that doesn't bring my son back, but it brings us some comfort. So I'm very, very grateful for everyone that worked on my son's case and the New Hampshire Department of Justice. 
I feel so bad for her and his family, but there is um, a place you can go to donate in honor of Jimmy if you would like to do so, and I will be. So he wasn't able to afford to get his dog, Coda, officially trained as a service dog, and the VA doesn't offer assistance in paying for the training, but his family said that he would have loved for other veterans to have the opportunity to get a service dog and experience the kind of companionship that he had with Coda. So if you would like to honor Jimmy, and I hope that you do, please consider donating to caninesforwarriors.org. So it's the letter K, the number nine, S, for warriors, F-O-R-W-A-R-R-I-O-R-S.org. Um, and they train service dogs for veterans. And I think that's absolutely amazing. And it's super important and something that everyone should donate to. If you can, of course, and other people are not able to do that, but I will be donating later today. Yay. Yay. And that is the quick rundown of the murder of Jimmy LaPrade. He was a hero who served our country and he was murdered by somebody who was a complete psycho piece of shit. Mm -hmm. It's awful. All right. I'm pulling up our missing persons here. I don't think we've done her yet. All right. So I've got our New Hampshire missing person. I'm happy to say there are no new ones on here. So that's good. Yay. Um, and so this is Kazlyn Leo. Uh, she's a white female, current age is 17. She went missing at the age of 17. She went missing from the Franklin, New Hampshire area. She has brown hair, brown eyes, height is five foot three and weight of 110 pounds. It says that she's a possible runaway and she's believed to be in the Manchester area, but it does not list a clothing description. So I don't know what she was wearing, but if anyone has any information, certainly reach out to the New Hampshire missing persons at 603-223-3859. And as usual, we urge you guys to check out your missing persons report for your local area, whether that's New Hampshire or another state, or even somewhere that maybe you've traveled. Some people travel for work, so you never know if you've seen something, um, you know, that you didn't know would be helpful. So certainly check those out. And um, yeah, that's everything I have. You have anything else? No, I'm just gonna go work on my book now. All right. <laughs> Falls on her face. <laughs> Illustrated by Danny and written by Darcy. Hey. What a great set of face balls you got. Double D. <laughs> Double D face balls. <laughs> oh, man. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you again soon. Bye. Bye. We're not going to see you, though. Okay, bye. Well, maybe someday. Bye. We do eventually want to do, like, video podcast at least i don't think people want to i want to wait until i lose like 400 pounds and then we can do it all right let's do it <laughs> so like like 2027 or so something collectively <laughs> we need to lose 800 pounds yeah totally and, and then we'll be like okay guys we're here finally do you want to go get some food i'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's go shove our faces all right bye, bye.